Deb, the subject is Trump once again. I, I have to say that this man has me, my head is spinning with the things he's been pulling off lately. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he is just so sinister and clever that I, I, I don't know whether or not anybody can match his tactics. They're just so strategic and so manipulative. Now, here it is, what, 45 days away from the, the election that we're all hoping turns out the right way. But Trump is on the campaign trail with a fierce, fierce pursuit of people's uh, vote. And on this basis, people are in the audiences. They have no masks on. They don't seem to be worried that 200,000 plus people have died of this virus and it's still rampant that there could be a second wave of it. And yet he gives himself an A+. Plus just boldly says, you know, I am a super fantastic president. You know, <laughs> if if I were you, think of all the things I've done and put me back in office. He's so shameless that I'm just thinking, can anybody really match, you know, the way he comes across? There's there's confidence there, but there's so much skill at attacking people, you know, and raising himself up so high while he belittles other people. I mean, what do you think of this, Deb? And what are you seeing in terms of the possible outcome of the election, you know, based on, on the way he operates? You know what? Um, to be honest, like you just said, you know, he gives himself an A+. Plus. And the thing about giving yourself an A+, plus, anyone can give themselves an A+, plus, but it's for them to keep that A+, plus and make themselves look great, is the problem. And that's, I think that's been Trump's problem from day one. He speak about himself so highly that nobody else hails in comparison. And when you have a man whose ego is so big, I mean, what can you do now in terms of the election? I'm not going to waste time and glorify Trump and his nonsense. But what I'm, what I will say is recently we've seen so many things that happen in the States and which is a cry for help in all areas, in terms of racism, um, healthcare, everything has gone haywire. And now we do have a government in place who is supposed to be looking out for the people. But as of lately, there've been so many riots, so many injustice and so many things. And here we have Biden and Kamala who is fighting as they say, for black people. But at the same time, while people are focused on Trump not winning and focused on Trump and how he's running his campaign to win this election, let me tell you something. There is a much bigger picture here that people are not looking at. As opposed to we spending time, you know, and social media glorifying Trump, whether it's in a positive way or a negative way, we are losing sight of what's important to the black community because neither Biden nor Trump or Kamala or anyone in that political realm has said, this is what we're going to do for the black people. This is what change we're going to make. We haven't heard that yet. 37 days left into the election. What have black people heard so far that will make them feel like they're part of this society? Well, this is the thing. To a certain extent, it really hasn't even become an election about a platform. I agree with you. Neither party is laying out specifically what they will do to address major issues. And it is a, a serious racial problem. It is a serious climate change problem. And we don't hear anything specifically stated that says, this is what I'm going to do to fix it. I agree. It's just a battle back and forth of, oh, you need to be more compassionate. You need to have more dignity. You need 
to respect police more. You need to do this. So they, they nitpick little things and they really are more on a very superficial, almost childish level because it's just character flaws. It's not substantive policy decisions, which is going to make a change in people's lives. And I agree with you. And this is becoming so, uh, you know, almost like a little game. It's, it's almost like two mafia people, you know, trying to outdo one another, you know, who's going to take more territory, who's going to have to, uh, you know, clean out one person to, to be more successful than the other. It just doesn't seem to be based on a there really no good unity. sense. Yeah. Of, of very disciplined and organized and focused political change. You know, I don't see that in, in any of the two candidates, which really makes me nervous because whether Trump Biden and his team wins, we lose, we're still losing. Because we're losing focus and sight on what's important to us as a community, as a culture, as a group, as a people. And we're focusing on the negativity that these people are spilling out at us when we should really internalize who we are, where we are, where we need to get to and do this. Yeah, it's now it's Kanye West yeah. has joined the team, but Kanye West again is another distraction. He's nowhere mentally physically or psychologically ready to take this position. So I'm not even going to talk about easy because he need to ease well, on this position right now. The, the truth of the matter is, Deb, that people are saying that he could have strategically been planted where he is by uh, operatives in the Republican Party to basically steal votes from Biden. So how do you know that that isn't, you know, part of their thinking process? I do know one thing, and that is that Trump is a snake. And he will go to any lengths to hold on to this job. And he has gone so far as to say, because I heard it on CNN recently, that he won't even accept a loss if it comes through the ballot boxes. He wants a review. He wants to push it through the system, you know, go on a state by state basis, have tabulations checked, maybe wait 35 days, which is part of the Constitution, before you're officially declared, you know, a person who didn't get what you were supposed to get in well, each regional category. But here's the thing, though. Trump's saying that he's exercising his rights. I wish us black people can can say and do as such that is rightfully us that we should do as black people. If Trump could say, I will do this and do that before you can even push me out, why can't we say we're not voting until we hear what you have planned for our culture? We're not voting because you know what? The minority is who they're all banking on. And if the minority, including Hispanic, blacks, whoever, come together, and let, why don't we choose our own president? Choose a regular black person in society that you know I don't know, Jay-Z and Beyonce could be the damn president for all I care. Yeah. Because I'll take them over what we're going to get. Biden, he has character flaws. So does so does Trump. Mm -hmm. Carmela does too. Okay. So while they're talking about character, they all have to remember. Okay. When they're pointing one gun through, it's pointing back because neither one of them could put together to say that they're unified and that they're a better person for this position. Yeah. Well, the debates are coming up very soon uh, in a matter of days. And that'll be interesting to see if what is laid out does represent a solid agenda one way or the other. But I'm still concerned because I think so many people are still hoodwinked by, by Trump. 
and his his BS, for want of a better term. I mean, the fact that people don't even want to wear a mask because they think that that's giving allegiance to him and showing how much confidence they have in his ability to solve problems and produce a good outcome for the United States. The U.S. is a mess right now. It is a divided country. It is not prospering the way it once did. And yet sometimes amidst all of his crap, Trump does come out with something that makes sense. And one thing I do agree with him is when he says that the Chinese should be held responsible for what they have done with this virus. And there's no question about it. I think they should be. But when you look at the fact that in 2018, the U.S. did over $500 billion a year in business with the Chinese, how can you speak up against a country that has so much economic clout and power? You know, there's a lot of things, you know, about the leaders and how they wield power and the interaction with others. And the fact that Trump is a businessman, whether it's successful or not, you don't know how his business affairs could be overlapping with international things. We don't even know his goddamn tax return. This is a mess. We have we are going around in circles and let's hope that something works itself out. But right now, I feel like the U.S. is almost being pulled in polar opposite directions. And I don't know, as you say, if whoever is chosen as a leader is ever going to bring unity to that country or if it's going to remain so polarized from an institutional standpoint for a very, very long time. It's going to be divided. Well, divided we stand. What is it? United United we we fall. No, united we stand. United we stand, divided we fall. You see, that's why we can't be politicians. (laughs) We'll screw up this whole country already. Okay. (laughs) Well... You've heard it here on Anchor Radio. It's Jackie and Deborah. I will take on it. Yes.